Good morning, everybody. It's your girl, Super Cindy. Community Matters time. Happy Sunday to you all. Live in the studio, my guest is representing the Trayvon Martin Foundation and their Circle of Fathers organization. I have Mr. J.R. Rivera, who's the engagement specialist, and he's even on the panel of their Circle of Fathers men, men's conference, which, will be, which we will be speaking about this morning. I'm tongue-tied. All right. Good morning, J.R. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How you feeling on this Sunday? I'm feeling great. <laughs> So welcome. We got a lot to talk about. So first, how did what is the Circle of Fathers organization? So the Circle of Fathers is actually birthed from Trayvon Martin's father, Tracy Martin. Okay. Um, he basically felt that it was necessary to give back to the community and help other fathers that may be struggling with similar uh, situations and circumstances and just helping them with fatherhood in general mm-hmm. and giving them the tools to be successful fathers. You know, there's a lot of pressure on men. Sometimes it's not as easy for a father like you would think if you had a baby as a dad you just instantly turn into dad mode but some men have difficulty because of the pressure of now you have you're responsible for another life now you have more responsibilities how you're going to get this money just like so many things that men in this world today deal with what are your thoughts on being a dad are you a dad Yes, I'm a father of two. I have a daughter and a son. And my son, who was born first, it definitely was like baptism by father. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, by fire. It was Mm -hmm. like, here you are, you're dad. And it's like, I've never done this before. I Mm -hmm. had this thing where I didn't want to hold anybody's infant child ever except my own. So that was something that I struggled with was just how to hold a child. I went Mm -hmm. from holding a football to trying to hold a child. And, you know, it's two different things. Exactly. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of challenges that come along with that title that many men are not prepared for especially mm-hmm. like myself growing up in a single parent home without a father mm. to as a role model so yeah. you don't see those little things like you know how to address certain situations how mm-hmm. you may use your tone differently towards mm-hmm. a child um, I got a lot of that from actually being an educator for nine years being in the classroom so okay. I had a little bit of equipment you know mm-hmm. to come in there but I was teaching older kids in high school but yeah. just understanding the mindset of a child is totally different from that of an adult and, you know, that kind of helped me, but mm-hmm. it, it's always a learning curve. That pressure. You know? <laughs> and, and there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of pressure because mm-hmm. the mother is always viewing you as you should have some of this stuff together, not yeah. knowing that biologic, the, the biochemistry that's going on within mm-hmm. is not set up for you to just instantly turn into Superman and, Hello. you know, be able to do these things like her. Yeah, and you guys aren't, uh, uh, men aren't allowed to cry, men are, are not allowed to be confused, men are not allowed to say they don't know how to do something, you know what I'm saying? All those pressures. Let me ask you a little bit about yourself. Like, are you from South Florida? Like, are you born and raised? Like, what's your story? So, I'm originally from Fort Myers, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I came by way of playing college football at Florida Atlantic University. Okay, FAU. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, I played there, won two bowl games, and ended up falling in love with South Florida, tried out for the Dolphins. Placed... Oh, I, I thought you were going to say I ended up falling in love with someone who lived down here. <laughs> I'm like, wait, who? Who she is? Nah. <laughs> so so you, you fell in love with the Dolphins, you said? Well, no, I, I ended up trying out. I fell, okay. fell in love with South Florida. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I ended up trying out for the Dolphins. That didn't work out. Um. I went back to my hometown, mm-hmm. Fort Myers. I ended up teaching and uh, playing arena football there for the Florida Tarpons, won a championship. Then I found out that Pitbull is creating this school, Slam Miami. You teach at Slam? Well, I taught there for oh. the first five years of the school. So I just stepped away from the classroom as a full-time speaker. Now I'm also an author. Mm-hmm. Um, I won the most inspiring Instagram in the United States. What? Um, by BET in 2015. And uh-huh. that kind of catapulted 
my speaking, speaking career. Speaking, yeah. And then I knew that I had to do something that could be used um, in the classroom by mm-hmm. students on a daily basis. So I created a time management, uh, mm-hmm. actually interactive book. It's called What's Eating Up Your Time? And I started, you know, implementing that in my own classrooms and mm-hmm. then uh, started getting speaking engagements and implementing in other places, colleges, and just all over the country. So how dope. Let's go back to, like, what were you teaching as far as when you were a teacher? So I was teaching math. Oh, I hate math. <laughs> How did you teach math? I was I'm waiting like, for that response. Three plus five. I don't know. <laughs> wow, well, a math teacher. I, I was one of those high engagement, high mm-hmm. energy teachers where I cool. really understood that, you know, the students were unique in the mm-hmm. simple fact that at Slam Miami, they were there for sports mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form, whether it was sports medicine, want to be a sports analyst or they mm-hmm. actually played sports. So I taught using sports. Mm-hmm. I mean, I played ball my whole life. So being able to create, you know, uh, interactive activities and just infusing the lesson plan with sports and being able to tell a kid, you know, the same way you tackle somebody, you got to go in this angle, you know, using <laughs> geometry, you got to take a 90 degree angle to get here. Um, and oh, kids really bought thing. into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And- but how do you involve sports in A minus Y? equals x y i hate it (laughs) oh it's it's real simple for me um i think on my feet so it's real simple Mm -hmm. for something like that i just substitute that variable Mm -hmm. with like a football team saying you know this is the ravens and this is the dolphins and you know this these are the the unknown factors that are going on between these two teams and this is the outcome you know and students get way more focused because Mm -hmm. it's things that they like you make it relatable to their life like they get it now right because that's the problem with a lot of teachers they don't make it seem what am i going to use this like that's like what kids always say what am i ever going to use this crap well, I don't in, in that same token so mm-hmm. i speak on a lot of circuits for educators so i'm actually speaking at black educators rock next month hey which is you know a, thank you a lot of educators getting together and i'm basically pouring these tools of how to how engage should, and oh. how to not burn out as an educator because a lot of teachers get burnt out because they're fighting you know mm-hmm. the changes that these things these phones yeah. they're fighting it i actually let my kids snapchat me as a I'm doing certain <laughs> problems and I'm like mm-hmm. when you go home now you don't just have oh I remember him doing step one you and step snap. five but I don't remember in between well they actually have a video at home that they can actually look at I'm like that's it's 24 so hours Hello. you know and then it's gonna disappear so I start getting students from other schools reaching out to my students and asking <laughs> me to do different problems so um, I found out that the classroom can be very interactive um, using social media I put a lot of stuff on Instagram and different things like that so that's that so dope. it can engage them so you your students called you Mr. Rivera? Yes. Oh, did they cry when you left? Because if you were my teacher and I saw you leaving, I'll be at your ankles. Don't leave me. Yeah, wow. it, was, it was a lot of um, mm-hmm. wet eyes. And I think also <laughs> did a lot you, of them Did you cry, Mr. Rivera? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not as emotional. But shameless plug to my guy, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Jason. He came out with a book, um, Cry Like a Man. And mm-hmm. I know it's, it's all right to shed a tear here and there. But I think I was more excited that mm-hmm. I didn't feel enclosed. Because once the gift starts to produce, you know, it gets too big for certain in places and yeah. you know you have to move and um that was my year last year to just you know really take full throttle my speaking career and mm-hmm. going into different realms and being able to produce you know more teachers because I always wanted to help kids mm-hmm. which is how I linked up with the Trayvon Martin Foundation I always mm-hmm. wanted to help kids mm-hmm. but I realized if I go and speak to a whole bunch of kids I might only reach like 10 yeah but if I reach 10 educators at a big conference they're in charge of anywhere from 25 to 100 kids depending on if they're elementary or high school School. Exactly. So, you know, I, I played a numbers game and I said, you know, this is how I can impact more uh, students. That's kind of dope. So you're ba- 
basically speaking to the educators that are about to go start their new school year, teach their kids, and they implement your way of teaching in Absolutely. their classroom. That's really dope. And I love the fact that you're using social media, something like we have, as adults, learned to somewhat despise because it's brainwashing our kids. But use it to your advantage, like you said. Right, absolutely. And once you once you realize that students are not really, you know, trying to use their phones and different things like that for the wrong thing, mm -hmm. it's just that you're fighting it. So that's what you're going to get back. I really believe in energy. So if you're putting mm -hmm. out negative energy, you're going to get negative energy back. And, you know, when you tell a student like, all right, you guys got three minutes, you guys can watch my last video. Because when I was, you know, doing a whole BET thing, I started mm -hmm. doing that in my classroom. And mm -hmm. I noticed that at the beginning of class, I had their attention because I just gave them three minutes to look on their phone. Who knows if they watched the video or yeah. if they had to text that little girl or uh -huh. whatever, but they got it out of their system and they felt Put like I understood them yeah. as a person. And um, then it was right into the lesson. I love that. So speak a little bit about your BET thing. Like, what was what was that? Like, what did you do? So um, they had this competition that was uh, in 2015, the BET Instastar. Mm -hmm. And they had it where, you know, I was sitting in the other room. Like, I wasn't even in the room where the commercial came on but i heard it through the wall mm -hmm. and it it's was a sign <laughs> yeah i was like going through what i'm gonna do with the kids the next day in the yeah. classroom and it's like do you post motivational things are you the next bt insta star hashtag bt insta star i didn't tell anybody that mm -hmm. i was gonna do it yeah i just used the hashtag uh -huh. i was just starting to you know really learn social media and develop you know the hashtags and all those different mm -hmm. things and i did it and was consistent that was my biggest things i posted a video every single morning for two and a half years straight without missing a day and use BET hashtag yeah BET and hashtag and too. them seeing that I guess it grabbed their attention of the consistency and mm -hmm. what I was doing with the youth and they reached out to me and I'm like is this the real BET <laughs> like you know they send you the yeah, inbox yeah. and they're like we need your information you're in the top five and I'm a firm believer if you put me in the top five of anything like I gotta win I got like, this I don't... <laughs> so exactly. I went back and reached out to all of my prior students like mm -hmm. via like Twitter mm -hmm. Instagram like I started connecting them because once you find one you find like three of them yeah, it says friends in common each other yeah and uh, got everybody involved. Um, the teams that I played on, my church, uh, everywhere. I was telling people in the elevator. You know, <laughs> hey, <it> was, uh. <laughs> so you know, it was really cool to see the support. Um, even being an athlete, you don't receive as much support as you think you do. Mm -hmm. um, but just seeing the level of support from my community, my mm -hmm. hometown, and then FAU, and then my church, and then my schools, and then the city of Miami, it was just phenomenal. So when I won, it wasn't just for me, it was for everybody to yeah. be able to say, you know, if he could do it, then I could do it. So I get there, um, they fly me out, they give me a check and everything. You got flewed out? Yeah. <laughs> <I do>. <laughs> so um, that was a great experience. Mm -hmm. I got to meet... Um, a lot of celebrities. I got interviewed on some different radio stations and I end up presenting with Zendaya, who's mm -hmm. probably like a couple inches taller than me. So <laughs> that was pretty cool, though. We got to oh, present cool. the Viewer's Choice Award. And it was funny because I had just started a relationship knowing uh, Flo Rida mm -hmm. and me and Flo were like sitting a row away from each uh -huh. other. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what are you doing? I'm presenting the award. So 
That was pretty cool. And then my favorite uh, Christian rapper is Lecrae. Oh, now my he's God, a, I love Lecrae. Now he's a rapper that is Christian. But yeah. um, I had done some stuff with Lecrae as far as, you know, just, like, being a supporter of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he helped me with my walk in college. Like, I really didn't know, you know, how to be a Christian man, yeah. you know, that whole father side of things. So that was really cool. He was sitting in a row in front of me, and we end up talking. And then probably, like, two months later, I end up, hosting for a big event that he was the headliner for. Awesome. How God works. You know, two years ago, I remember Lecrae being at the BET Awards because we interviewed him in the BET radio room. I covered it two years ago. Like, his his vibe, his energy is everything. And one of the things I told Lecrae, I said, Lecrae, I know you just met me. Because what happened was I met him in the radio room, met him earlier before the radio room at a breakfast we had for the radio personalities, and he was the one who performed in it. And then later on that night, there was an after party, and he was there. And I went up to him at the after party, and I said, I interviewed you earlier. He goes, I remember you. I was like, yo, I'm just going to ask you one thing. Please don't change your music. And I feel like he did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, please. I think just the pressure of the music industry kind of changed the vibe he was on. But I wish, you know, let's just pray for Lecrae that he, Yeah, I, you know, I need that vibe back. You yeah, know? <laughs> like he started rapping with, like, like Ty Dolla and Sign stuff. Yeah, and I was like, no! Yeah. <laughs> but at at the same time, I think sometimes you want to know, do you do you have it, so mm-hmm. to speak? You know, and we all have the, that feeling in whatever field we're in. And we think that we got to change something that ain't broke. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, listen to his music coming from, you know, I'm, I'm remembering when he was spitting out Bible verses. He was Hello. like John 3. 330 decrease <laughs> that I might increase. Like, I know that verse because of Lecrae, yeah, not because yeah. of a pastor, yeah. but because of the music that I was listening to. And I realized that what you put in you has to come out of you. So I was real careful um, from that day forward with the type of music that I was letting enter into me mm. so that, you know, when I am in conversation with these young kids and, you know, as a father, what's going to come out of me? So I had to change it up. You know, I was I was a Plies guy. I'm from Fort Myers. <laughs> <laughs> Bus? No, okay. No, it's Sunday. Let me not say the verse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about your involvement with the Circle of Fathers. Like, what made you connect with Tracy Martin and the Trayvon Martin Foundation and the Circle of Fathers Brotherhood? Because I call that a brotherhood. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I've been to several events of the Circle of Fathers and speaking of good energy, that good energy is there. And, and, and dads, some of them there have lost children before, just as Tracy. And just the support that I felt in that room, it's like they're helping, carrying each other. And no one wants to be a part of that crew. Right. But the people who are a member of that crew kind of like lift each other. And even the dads that have not lost a child give thanks are supportive of one another as well so how did you get involved with the circle of fathers so first i was from afar very very um impacted by the movement and understanding what was going on in the community and knew that there was a need for that Mm -hmm. you know not have lost my child but seeing others that have lost Mm. you know significant others or children um, being in the school system, you know, the Trayvon Martin was all over the the news, but students were asking me about those things, me mm. being a black male in a classroom. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have anyone else that could speak from that standpoint. So it was always near and dear to my heart. And when the opportunity came forth, um, Denise Cooper actually put us in contact uh, together. And since then, me and Tracy really clicked. And I understood what his vision was and mm-hmm. knowing that I'm a young father that, you know, wants to pour into the younger father 
forefathers and him having the wisdom for people that are going through those similar struggles and just, you know, putting all of the different pieces together and understanding that I had a piece that could fit. You know, that made me want to be a part of it. And then um, I'm also like a social media guru. So, yeah. So you uh, helped out there. Yeah. I wanted to help him out with the, the social media side. Um, me being an influencer on social media, mm-hmm. I knew that I could help him out that way, getting the word out and also being able to use my gift and speak as well and bring some uh, needed wisdom to the children. I always like when I see Tracy, I'm like, Tracy, you need to do more on social media. This is my, about a year ago, though. And um, I was like, you need to do more on this. And that. he's like, I know, super, but I work all day and that's not my thing. I'm like, it has to be your thing. You have to start pushing on it. So it's good that you're, you know, helping him engage and promoting what they have going on. We got to talk about the weekend. Now, the weekend of August 2nd and 3rd. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. So lots of events going on. So let's talk first about um, Saturday, August 2nd. Saturday, August 2nd. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to find my notes. Um, so f- I'm sorry. Friday, August 2nd is a meet and greet at Lorna's. So Lorna's restaurant is located at 19752 Northwest 27th Avenue. And it's at Lorna's Caribbean Restaurant. It's a meet and greet from 7 to 9 p.m. on Friday, August 2nd is the meet and greet at Lorna's. Will you be at the meet and greet? Yes, I'll be at the meet and greet for a brief moment. That's actually my son's birthday. Oh, yeah, so happy August birthday, 2nd. son. <laughs> yeah, Kyrie. <laughs> Um, that, that'll that be just to kick it off and get to see the people that are involved and the hands that have been, you know, diligently working behind the scenes and, you know, enjoy some good appetizers and some food. And, you know, I heard Lorna's food vibes. is off the chain. Yes. <laughs> and at their new location. I see you, Lorna's. <laughs> OK. And then on Saturday, August 3rd is the conference. So the men's conference is let me see, is the on Saturday morning. The men's conference will take place at the Miramar Town Center in the city of Miramar Commission Chambers. And that's located at 2300 Civic Center Place. Everyone knows where it is. It's the Miramar Cultural Arts Center, but like right next door, right over there. So what is the conference all about? So Redefining Fatherhood Conference um, is going to be a multitude of, of things that will address uh, needs, not just for fathers, but really specifically um, the younger generation. So we're inviting out the younger kids anywhere from the teenage ages of 13 all the way through 18 mm-hmm. to come in and be filled as well so we expect a lot of a lot of youth during that part of the conference awesome. so is it free or do that yes to it's free it's free okay, they just so have to register <laughs> where should they go to con to um register the trayvon martin foundation.org okay and they can find that on the facebook page trayvon mm-hmm. martin foundation they can find that on the instagram page the mm-hmm. trayvon martin foundation mm-hmm. you know the links are all there so get there and sign up before the spaces fill up Hello. um and the the topics are going to be near and dear to the heart um the You're first on that panel Panel, yes. Okay. Yes. I'm on that panel. So the first panel of the morning um, is the social status of black men and boys. Mm-hmm. So just really breaking down what it means to be a black man or a black boy mm-hmm. in today's times. Um, then we're going to go into examining the disparities that impact black men and boys mm-hmm. and then the educational development and inheritance. Um, that'll be balanced in, you know, getting all of those issues out mm-hmm. that, you know, may challenge different people at different times in their lives. Yes. Um, I'll be focusing on the spiritual bonding and how to find a role model. So for me, that father figure came in the form of my little league coaches, my mm-hmm. high school coaches. So mm-hmm. a lot of people say, oh, you grew up and your father was in prison. So how did you end up being a successful man? Well, you got to understand my community pulled together and that village thing is real. Hello. You know, I had yeah. coaches that were black males that mm-hmm. stepped in and said, hey, don't do this. 
put you in up. check when yeah. you needed to. Exactly. Right. And you also, also they, they cheered you on when you were doing well. <laughs> and it wasn't always, you know, about the financial side of things or did they give you money or did they do this? Mm-hmm. It was the words of encouragement. It was the, the word time. of wisdom and the time. Hello. Absolutely. And those things, you know, are what young men have to look for and seek. You know, you're not going to find a role model or someone to help you if you sit in the house playing video games or you're on Instagram all day in the house. You got to get out and you got to do something. And those people will find you if you don't find them. Like if a parent is listening right now, a mom is listening and she wants her son to go, like can she send her son, like take him there, drop him off there that day, register him and have him go? Because I think like this is an awesome conference to see positive men speaking to young men in the community, they don't have to be part of a group of people, right? They can just go, no, it register, could be, and go. Yes, it could be you by yourself, mm-hmm. you know, as a young man. If you get an Uber there, you know, <laughs> whatever you got to do, you need to be there. Yeah. And I think it's highly, highly stressed that the single mothers that, mm-hmm. you know, they really don't know what to do with that teenager. Mm-hmm. They don't have the tools to help him become a man. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a place of birthingness that they can go in and get some of these tools and also they may find a mentor or role model in there and some like-minded people their age that they can kind of bounce ideas off throughout the year so Mm -hmm. this is really really important for that group of of young people as well you know if you don't have that father to come there with you that's not really what it is it's it's more of if you need these tools or you feel interested or you want to be empowered as a young man like Mm -hmm. come Come and be filled up. And they, we also have something there uh, by Jeff Rocker, which is called How We See It. And it's mm-hmm. hip hop therapy. So that's going to be fun and engaging. Um, I don't want to give away too much. but Yeah, I've interviewed Jeff before on the How We See It movement. And they battle mental health, depression, suicidal thoughts. and But they do it on our level. Right. And that's what I love about it. So that's dope that they're going to be involved as well. So then after the conference, which is on Saturday, August 3rd at, what time is the conference at? Um, From 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then later that night is an Unsung Heroes Awards Dinner at Shula's in Miami Lakes. So what is the um, dinner about? So the dinner is going to be where there are some recipients of the Unsung Hero Awards. Mm -hmm. And we're going to honor some fathers that are doing the great work inside of the community and we're also going to have some awesome uh guest speakers there Mm -hmm. one of the guest speakers is going to be michael smith which is the espn former analyst and you know he's really really uh impactful in his message to Mm -hmm. you know our community for one and for two just knowing how to structure you know uh reaching males and just reaching you know the the target audience that we'll have there so i think it's going to be amazing whatever comes out of his mouth for that and how do they get to the um dinner is that a registration on circleoffathers.org or how do they make it to the dinner the the same uh trayvon martin foundation.org okay and there'll be a separate um tab there because that you actually would have to pay for okay so 50 dollar admission fee for the dinner Yes. And I think it's well worth it. The Trayvon Martin Foundation, their office number is 786-504-4235. Also, log on to TrayvonMartinFoundation.org. Yes. For all the information. 
Or you can email freeze without an E at the end, frame NYC at Yahoo and drive Cedric Dawkins crazy. So <laughs> send him a lot of emails. <laughs> so basically, let's break down this that weekend before we wrap this show up. So on Friday, August 2nd, which is your son's birthday, yes. there's a meet and greet at Lorna's Restaurant, which is at 19752 Northwest 27th Avenue. And it's from 7 to 9? From 7 to 9 p.m. at Lorna's. That's in Miami Gardens. And then Saturday morning is the conference. And yeah. that's at the Miramar... Um, Miramar Cultural Arts Center, but the Civic Center part of it. And basically that starts at 9 a.m. It's from 9 to 3. That you can go to the TrayvonMartinFoundation.org to register your kids. Is it for girls too or mainly for boys? It's mainly for boys. Okay. Because the topics will cater to young men. Young men men and young boys. Okay, I agree. And then after that is the Unsung Heroes Awards Dinner. That's going to be at Shula's in Miami Lakes. So for all the information, give out all the social medias, all the .orgs, .coms, .everything. (laughs) And also give out the information of your book real quick because we're wrapping up. Okay, so the Trayvon Martin Foundation um, can be found at Facebook. So mm-hmm. it would be the Trayvon Martin Foundation on Facebook, the mm-hmm. Trayvon Martin Foundation on Instagram, the Trayvon mm-hmm. Martin Foundation on uh, Twitter as well. Okay. And then you can uh, find the website, which is the Trayvon Martin Foundation.org. And then my personal uh, Instagram is at underscore JR, another R, Rivera. Um, and you can reach out at any point. You know, like I said, there will always be something that's going on with the Trayvon Martin Foundation mm-hmm. and also the Circle of Fathers. Like this isn't just something that we want to do one event. A yeah, year. it's all year long. You know, we want to just get the tires rolling with this one and then we're going to have more events to follow. So stay tuned. And what's your IG? Are you still giving motivational things every day? Yes. You're not as consistent or are you? <laughs> um, Yes. I'm, okay. I'm still really consistent. What's your I, IG? I, I switched it up a little bit where okay. I'm, I'm putting some of the motivation on my story and then okay. putting a little bit longer ones on, on my page. Just, okay. You know, some, some different things. I uh, got Product you. placement and different stuff mm-hmm. like that. But uh, yes, it's at underscore J.R. Rivera and then my book, the title is called What's eating up your time and that's available on amazon okay and and what's eating up your time i suck at time management <laughs> can i read it i know you made it for youth well or it's teenagers, actually but applicable I, I to to any age group oh, okay but, um the, my target audience was the teenagers but i've used it in the college um networking i've used it in you know professional uh mm. developments as well and okay. people get a lot out of it because it's interactive and it has charts in it so that you can break down you know you have 168 hours in a in a work week in a mm. week and some people think oh i don't have enough time but if you break it down like maybe you're sleeping x amount of hours and you're doing i don't know uh chores this many hours and you figure out well let me just take 30 minutes from my chores and Mm -hmm. five minutes from sleep time and now i have enough time to exercise maybe that's one of your goals Mm -hmm. so just keep it teaching people how i did it at one point i was playing um professional indoor football Mm -hmm. i was teaching Mm -hmm. and i was also coaching and i ended up being successful at all three of those and i was just Time management. So the name of the book again? What's Eating Up Your Time. Okay. Make sure you check out his book on Amazon. I want to thank J.R. Rivera, the engagement specialist. And he'll be on the panel for the Circle of Fathers weekend of events for men and young men. And I want to give a big shout out to Tracy Martin, um, the Trayvon Martin Foundation, the whole team and squad over there. We appreciate you. And this is Community Matters 99 Jams.